You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. We're way past our 16th episode, but apparently the makers, uh, the characters in the movie, the 16th episode aren't. Wow. That feels like film total film school, uh, like headlines. <laughs> Way to start an article. What do I write for Collider? Yeah, what, what is, is this? this? Clickbait? <laughs> uh, this is Alan and me from Deliberations of Doom. Hello. And we, I encouraged him, look, hey, there's this horror movie streaming and the person who's, uh, who is literally just coming after me to review it. And it looks like maybe it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I did not realized that it was at least tangentially found footage. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's they, they play with the found footage tropes of it, but early on, there's plenty of times when the camera, you're seeing from the viewpoint of not the camera in action, you know. Well, it kind of dips in and out. When this played festivals, it was called Little Horror Movie, so if you're a festival person, you may have seen it underneath that title, mm. which definitely is a title that more emphasizes the kind of meta aspects that are played with in like the same way Americans played with the metric system, you know, (laughs) it dips in and out of that tone. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's there. Anyway, the premise is, so it's a group of filmmakers, a girl and two guys, and she's the star. And like the title, this is the 16th episode of their show where apparently they go to foreign countries and put themselves into situations that are arguably dangerous. Yeah. And then film it for their YouTube show. And they're concerned about numbers and all that. And you see a lot of them sort of like, like early on, it's really shooting the whole thing. Like it's going to be completely a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to, what is it? Chile, I believe. No, it's, they mentioned Casablanca. Well, they're Morocco. not in Casablanca, but Morocco. I'm not sure where they are, but there's some place like that. Um, like, you know, I should have I probably looked this up. Should have. I just watched. No, it, it is Casablanca. It is. Yeah. yeah okay. The- so they got an Airbnb there that's run by this odd woman who's kind of a fan of theirs, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Frangier, uh, who was in the uh, dangerous uh, liaisons TV movie in 1980, for the uh-huh. record. Um, who says, "Oh, don't mess with the because the power is kind of like weird in the house and like there's constant generator running and they're like." That is really loud, and for filmmakers, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 don't go into the generator room. Don't just ignore it. Don't go near there. It's dangerous. But anyway, so they head out into the streets, moving various, meeting various people. where They're helped out by this local named Tariq, who uh, basically saves them from spending too much money on just stuff from a street vendor. Mm-hmm. And, he, and yeah, they get along, and they, he invites them to a wedding the next day. And so they end up uh, deciding to go along to this wedding, although one of their members who's near, like, having a psychotic breakdown this whole thing, inexplicably (laughs) Yeah, He goes in and out from being this, like, kind of a dick along with it to, like, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown and snap, and it's not very consistent. Yeah, and Um, he, he is, like... Attacking the guy who's driving, this guy they've met, like, like I know you're leading us to get killed somewhere. He's driving, he puts him in a chokehold. It's like, what is happening here? But yeah. they go to the wedding, which is odd right off the bat. No one seems to comment on it because it's not really a wedding. It's like ritualistic dance. And the, the girl of their team ends up getting sort of pulled into it and dancing with them all. And there's kind of a time lapse thing happening, mm-hmm. like time gap. But it seems like that night she comes up, she's really, she gets sick and... 
then it's revealed that apparently a while ago she was possessed by a demon. Yeah, like in early in early in the third act or late in the second act, it's that revealed. Yeah, like yeah. earlier, she, this had happened way before the events of this movie, and the one guy had never told the other guy, yeah. which is weird considering they're not running a supernatural show. No, yeah, <laughs> it's also I don't think it's revealed until that point that. Him and the the woman and the crew like knew each other when they were kids. Either and it seems yeah. like that's dropped that they grew up together or something. And there's a weird uncertainty. Like, is she dating one of them? Is she gay? It seems to flip flop with yeah. what's happening it's, with their relationship. Yeah. Like, it all three things are hinted at at one time or another. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was this? Did y'all accidentally combine multiple scripts into one? <laughs> but she ends up getting full-blown possessed again and is wandering around, climbing the ceilings, covered in blood, killing people. And they're trying to, you know, the two guys are t- tying her down and trying to figure out what to do with her. And all of this ends up getting into a bizarre, complicated place with uh, a uh, cult of a surrounding possessions, which apparently the place is like, Lousy with yeah. Casablanca has got tons of possessed people just yeah. wandering they around. There's like a government cover up, like where the government is like finding these possessed people and throwing them into this yeah, compound and came off the street. It's just like, but that's just kind of hinted at, and it's just told us, like, yeah, I talked to these people on the street, and a guy was singing a song about it, and a lady translated it for me, and it was about this, and it's like, that's kind of thrown in at the last minute as well. Yeah. Uh, things are just mishmashed, and so the. The the caretaker, the lady, is like, her son was possessed by a demon, I yeah, guess. Some, yeah. And it, it kind of gets very kind of confusing towards the end there. I don't really know what the through They're line is. They're throwing a lot of plot elements real fast into the story, and it gets to the point where you're like, they, they've, by this point, completely abandoned the found footage angle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, not completely that at all yeah. anymore. <laughs> Which is, like I said, an odd way to start the film, only to just kind of, like, shrug your shoulders at one point and stop doing yeah. it. And with, like, the guys, the one guy is kind of supposed to be a uh, like goofy, slightly fat guy, you know, who's always solving every issue with humor, and the other guy, like we said, is totally aggro and yeah. occasionally near psychotic, but occasionally mm-hmm. seems to be the hero. <laughs> and honestly, I found myself rapidly missing the personality of the female character, because she was the only one who seemed sane and had her shit together at all early on, and the other two were just so thoroughly unlikable, each in their own way. Yeah, the very caricatures of, like, horror movie, ch- like, tropes, unfortunately, that aren't, like, I was like, okay, so they're hitting this hard early, and I thought they might be like subvert that thing as it goes along, but not really. It's the relationship changes for like between the the, the dynamic between the two guys changes often, and often, not, yeah. not really with any purpose other for like it needs to be this way and for the scene. There's, it's, there's like, a, it's a real inconsistency. There's there. a lot of that with they go from hating each other to being best friends to hating each other again. That obviously feels like it was scripted to be more of a comedic angle, yeah. but it just plays off as annoying characters in a horror movie and not very funny. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Like the one, the guy who's the, the cameraman, the fat guy keeps talking about, Oh, he's going to, he's not going to be doing this forever. He's going to move on to be a film director and he's going to make a found footage horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the other guy's like, no found footage horror movies are so over. Nobody cares about them anymore. And so there's, that keeps coming up of things and then mentioning things that happen in found footage horror films, but in a way that like, it just says to me this director has no experience with filming comedy because has no idea how to set up those scenes in a way that make them feel like they were supposed to be funny. Well, and that's what's hard about this because like it's it's a very low budget movie and like when you get into stuff like this with editing, finding the moving the edit if you don't have the right footage, the tone of things, the score, everything combines and it 
it struggles to find its tone at all. And some of it's like, is this a purposeful thing? Like, are they doing the found footage thing to set it up to abandon it, to move to a bigger scale? And that is that supposed to hit? Or is it just like kind of sloppily done and there's not enough to get it done right? So this is the way it's going to be. And is this supposed to be comedic and kind of like commenting on this tone? Or is just is the tone of this movie serious and this is like these characters are sort of funny within the serious tone. It's just all over the place. It's trying to do too much lot, while yeah. being funny. And that funny thing just never comes through with ever. it. And I can see a way that, like I said, that that could have worked mm-hmm. because this is such a bizarre labyrinthine plot. The way things keep getting more and more complicated with the storyline and going to totally different places that I appreciate that at least it's not just the same fucking found footage possession movie we've already seen 50 yeah. times, but it's so bizarre. That's ju- it's just plain silly. It just doesn't know how to translate silly into we did this on purpose. So it's supposed to be silly. Exactly. You can't tell. So sometimes it's like, is this like a poorly? Is this just really bad acting and like editing, or is it supposed to be like over the top? And do they know this is goofy? Yeah. Or is it just bad? And uh, the, the, it, I really don't know from scene to scene. Honestly, I didn't really have a problem with the acting. I thought most of the actors were really competent. Well, the problem is the dialogue they've been Yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, it's hard to know where one thing ends and the other begins. Like, there's a scene where, like, our aggro dude is, like, kind of freaking out. And it's, like, good. And it's, like, he's doing a good job. But then it's, like, another scene where he's doing it, another scene where he's doing it, and then he's just screaming and screaming and screaming and running. And it's just, like, this movie needs to calm down. Like, <laughs> just, I want the movie to, to slow down for a second and figure out what it is and what tone they're going for. Because it like, seems, like, stuff like that seems to come out of nowhere in this movie. I did really like the way that the possessed girl was handled. They did some cool stuff where there's some predictable stuff, but the actress totally pulls it off with this yeah. sort of, like, evil demon who knows about them and is like no matter what they try to do they're they're failures at it you know mm-hmm. to try and contain her yeah I, she, I thought she was like it is a shame she disappears early on I there was like there's a real clunky chemistry between the three of them going on I was in 11 but it's like alright it's found footage it's YouTube star it's kind of supposed to feel like this um, but she's much better it wants to be, like it's brief but when she's possessed she plays like the possessed stare, screaming look thing. She goes all in for it, you know? She does, and yeah. she is fun to watch in that sense, but in the end, like I said, it changes from, oh, our friend is possessed, we've got to fix this problem, to a satanic cult like, abducting people story out of nowhere <laughs> that yeah. kind of just turns her into a plot device instead of a, a yeah, character. Which that, is a shame. It, yeah. I, I mean, everything just kind of turns into, we've got to get reach these plot points. And speaking of which, is we talked about that wedding scene, when they go to that wedding and it's immediately weird as shit. It's like, this is not a wedding, obviously. And then you get, like, a jump cut to, like, the, trying to look at the footage of the camera. It's like, oh, it's all disappeared. It's all gone. Like, are we supposed to, do they not know what happened there at that wedding? Like, are there, is their memory gone? Is the camera just blank? Like, and the movie isn't clear on that. And I think that's, and it's just like we're jumping ahead in the movie. And I think that's really just, fuck, we gotta cobble this thing together. And this is how we're, this is the device we're gonna use. I, the, but it's really weird. It does not work. One of the running jokes, it just reaches a point where you're like, come on, man, where, where the guy's just obsessed with making sure that he's still filming everything and that he's got his camera. Like, at what point the guy, like, one guy, the aggro guy, goes back into the worst possible scenario just to get the camera. Yeah. Just to get the camera. Mm-hmm. And their argument is like, he's, he's he, you know, he's doing it uh, I don't even want to say specifically for spoilers, but he's doing it for sort of, I guess, self-proclaimed noble reasons. Yeah. But 
you don't buy it. No. You're like, no, no. <laughs> this is like a desperation of finding a way of ending this film, and mm-hmm. that's all that 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 is. You know, yeah. it's it's just felt like they had no idea how to wrap it up. So why not have this happen? Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like I I don't want to hate on it too bad, but it's almost like they had no idea like how to begin, how to middle, or how to end this movie. It's like there's a bunch of scenes that they thought of and they shot, and they didn't shoot enough scenes to make it a coherent, like, through line. So there's, like, these, like, jump cut edits and these, like, weird stylized things that don't work. It, don't, it doesn't work for the benefit of what they're trying to accomplish, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, like, or maybe those things were, were trying to accomplish, but the other stuff isn't in the right tone. So it all is just, like, cobbled together, like, a bunch of scenes of a movie that isn't done yet. To some degree, it's messiness is kind of what makes it watchable, if not enjoyable, where I'm like, okay, like I said, this isn't the exact same one of these we've seen before. There are too many found footage films that hit the exact same tropes over and over and over again. When this film tries to comment on the tropes, it doesn't really succeed on them, Mm -hmm. but it goes outside of the boundaries of what you expect in its insane zigzaggy storyline in a way that at least kept me watching going, Jesus Christ, what the hell is this movie going to do next? (laughs) It just, like we said, ultimately it felt like a film that was assembled out of a bunch of pieces that they didn't know what they were going to do with in the editing room. Yeah, uh, like uh, it, it feels like one of those, you know, those twenty-four hour filmmaker challenges. Yeah, for like it shorts. Does. It feels like all right, so maybe seventy-two hours to do a full feature, but it feels very like quick and rushed. And it's like, oh, this is what we got. And it, like, if it what I don't know what the limitations were on it, but like whatever limitations there were, they did get a movie out of it. It's not True. a good movie. But it is a movie, and that's something to be commended. It's hard to make movies. Well, keep going to your final thoughts. Um, yeah, so it's inconsistent. It's not great. I can't really recommend this to anyone who's not hardcore, just watches any horror, no matter what. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, it's, I really don't. I mean, there is some things to do with the form that's interesting, but so much of it is just poorly done and not well thought out that it's not. Whatever they do, do that's different, isn't enough for me to find the movie really all that interesting. Like, in the last... I can't It was probably, like, 30 minutes left in the movie, and I was like, how long is left in this thing? And there was this scene with the old lady, and she's talking to her, like, her assistant, and it's so weird. It feels like it's from... It's like it's a del- deleted scene from a 90s horror TV movie. It was just so bad. And a really bad ADR at times, or the voice... It was just like... It's like, what... How much longer is this? This is like killing me. <laughs> and that's not to say every scene is set up like that. Some are really effective, others aren't. But that's the point. Like from scene to scene, it's kind of all over the place. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it like I don't know three, uh, maybe a sympathetic three point five out of ten. Very awkward, terrible weddings. <laughs> Actually, it looked like kind of a cool wedding to me. Yeah, I mean, if the, if that was in fact a wedding, it's a pretty I'd badass like, couple. That's yeah. neat. I mean, don't ask me to dance, but uh, where's the buffet? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I dig on some Mediterranean buffet. Uh, yeah, I think we're more or less on the same page. I think I maybe enjoyed it a bit more than you did, because, just out of watching it out of sheer curiosity, because it does move relatively fast, which is a relief. Because a lot of these found footage movies, they're not even to the halfway point. Anything interesting happens at all. And it's doing enough different from all of these. And I've seen so much worse found footage movies than these. I mean, like, oh, my God, I've seen, like, probably a hundred worse, much worse found footage movies than this one. And yet, this is still, I would say, admirable effort just 
not enough thought went into it beforehand and not enough time was spent on finishing it effectively. Um, it would have been nice if they could have gotten that comedic tone to run throughout it in a way that was successful. But like I said, I get the feeling that this director, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this name right because there's lots of accent marks, but Jerome Cohen Olivar, who also made Candisha in 2008 and the Midnight Orchestra in 2015, get the impression that comedy is just not going to be this guy's forte. Not until he does a lot more work. I'm going to give this three and a half out of ten unconvincing rubber-looking demon masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that reveal towards the end yeah, with the demon's face, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, after all the crazy shit they've seen, it's like, what is that? It was like, that's like a toy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not not as satanic as we may have yeah. led you to Their be. Their friend right. was on the ceiling earlier. That's <laughs> way more freaky. Yeah. Indeed. 